Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The happy hour is on the air. I threw him a bug. Don't like this. Sun is still out. It's drive time, just like baseball season. Man, look at that. See? Look how bright it is. Wow, it's so bright. The lights won't even take effect yet. I want to make there's an effort a, to get more into baseball. There's still a chance season. that the uh, right fielder might have an, or sorry, the left fielder. It's a. a Charles Schwab, the left fielder, might still have a sun in their eyes mm. during this time of the game. Man, this is nice. It is nice having the sun still up when we're on the air. We're a month away from, oh boy, big time changes in the world. Baseball! No, we're not. Ugh. Disc golf after work. Nope. All right, bye. Well, you know, I can think of no better way to celebrate the beginning of baseball month, the start of spring training, the college season begins this month. Yeah, sure. Then by giving away tickets to a basketball game. Oh, oh. that's how we roll here. Because the Creighton-Butler game is sold out. Mm. Announced this afternoon. Tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. Friday night. Friday night's all right for fighting. Friday night's a, a great, great night, night for baseball. And basketball. Mm. <laughs> what do we got? We got four. One. Friday night. We have one? Yes. We have one, pair? one ticket? One pair. One t- oh. That would be awesome. We have a ticket. Congrats no, to Bob. Pair. You get to go by yourself. So we have a pair of tickets to the Creighton-Butler game tomorrow night. Which and yes. tips off at eight. Are they digital? They're digital, yes. right? Yes. Which Sweet. means you don't even have to show up here. Just, That's uh, so nice. I love the digital tickets. I do, too. It'll just be emailed to you. Nice. Transferred. What should we do? What should we do? What should we do? To give them away? Yeah. Are we giving them away today? Well, yeah, it makes it easier, right? Because oh, then wow. they can plan okay. ahead, right? Well, well can... look at, look, see, but look at That's anxiety. I didn't have here. anything to do after work. That's okay, John. What do you mean, have anything to do? All you're going to have to, what are you going to have to do? I, I don't know. It depends how you want to give away these tickets. Well, I figured we would open it up to the people. The people. And, and, and they could call and they could say, we want those tickets. What if you just did that? The first caller to say, hey, I want those tickets. be pretty funny. It would be funny. I got to figure out how we want to do this. Okay. Okay. But I thought I, I just thought it would be a great way to celebrate baseball month and then give mm. away tickets to a basketball game, which is played oh, wow, near a baseball stadium. Now, as Jacob points out, we could have done it tomorrow, one pair Friday, to go along with one beer Friday. We could have. That's a really good idea. But oh. sorry, Nick. <laughs> there are all the people calling saying, I want the tickets. See? That's not what we're doing, though. Right? Nice. This is a hilarious tease. It's a great tease. Nick is so nervous now. He doesn't know what to do. I just don't know what the plan is, John. Just answer the phone. Maybe they just want to talk to you, Nick. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, maybe they just want to talk to you. Yeah. 
Sam writes, 8 p.m. or on a Friday. This better be a well-lubricated crowd. Yeah, it is 8 p.m. on oh, a Friday. Oh, here we go. What an idea from Sam. First caller who knows the name of the ref, John called out during the Seton Hall game. <laughs> he said that he sucks. You suck. <laughs> I love this idea. Does Nick remember that guy's name? No, but I can find the drop. Okay. Play it in queue for yourself. What do you think about that? Let's do that. That would be a way to do that. All right, let's do that. First caller that can tell Nick. No. No? Okay, never mind. Caller, caller, nine, because there are nine guys on a baseball field, nine players in the field. But what if the ninth caller doesn't know the name of it? I'm guessing if they're calling, they know the answer already. All right. So caller, nine. Nick, I'll text you the name of the guy. I'll text you the name of the guy. I don't know if I spell it correctly, but well, you got that, it right. That's how it's pronounced. Uh, yeah, that's how it's okay. pronounced. All right. Nick, you got it. That's how it's pronounced. Nice. <laughs> this is great. See, and then Nick will be done. He'll be done. Yeah. You can move forward. See? You don't have to work after the show. You get to go home or whatever you do. I don't know. Well, to update you on this uh, beginning of baseball month, uh, got the injury update for the Nebraska game tonight against Wisconsin. Hmm. They're tipping off at 8.30 tonight, or is that Eastern That's Eastern time. time. Oh, <laughs> stupid Big Ten. <laughs> yeah, it's 7.30. First of all, the Big Ten is located in Chicago. That's the home office. Last time I checked, Chicago's in the central time zone. Why aren't we universally using the central time zone, of which most of the member institutions are in still the central time zone? And, John, when you had the West Coast schools, then there will be more teams that are in the central or west time zones than there are in the east, I think. Yeah, four uh, in Michigan, the West Coast already. Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, I mean, Penn know. State, Rutgers, Maryland. Uh, so you're going to have the four West Coast schools, Nebraska, yeah. Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin. So that's already, well, I guess that's not half of the league. Illinois is central time. Northwest. Northwestern. See, there we go. That's 10. I think it's 10. And Indiana slash Purdue, depending sometimes. on the time of year. Yeah, sometimes. So there you uh, go. Jawan Gary is still listed as questionable, mm. along with Blaze Cata on the Injury report. So, I have a prediction. Yes, he's playing. Blaze Kate is playing. No, I think Jawan Gary's playing. Jawan Gary's playing. That's my prediction. That's what Josh gonna, says. I think we're going to see him on the floor tonight. All right. Well, I guess I'm not going to put a grum ball to it, though. I'm not that confident. Well, I mean, the grum ball's not undefeated anymore. Yes, anyway, it is. what difference? It's does undefeated. It make? Everybody knows. Nick would defend me, but he's taking information down right now. Yeah, and that's exactly why I'm not letting him take. I'm making him take that information so that you don't have to worry about it. Shout out to Sam, by the way. What a great idea for this game! And uh, it looks like we have a winner. So, congrats to our winner. Well, that's cool. Another sellout crowd. That ought to be a lot of fun. Nice for tomorrow night. We'll of course have more of a preview of it. Tomorrow, but this is, I'll be curious to see how Creighton responds because this is the first time they've had a little extra time off since Christmas break. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't played since Saturday. They made it, they made it through January 7 and 1. Their only loss at number one UConn. But, you know, you kind of get into that rhythm of playing every two or three days. You wonder if, if they'll be sharp or not. Or does and, it end and, up and just Butler's being a coming sh- in? And, and, and Mac pointed this out today at his media session. Every team that you're playing now, really the rest of the season, is either a UConn, who is really, really good, or you're playing teams like the Butlers or the Xaviers or the St. John's who are positioning themselves to be in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. Because right now, 
according to my buddy Bart, I believe there are five teams that he has in his bracket. No, six teams. He has six teams in his bracket projection with Butler and Xavier being right on the cusp. So, really, you're dealing more than half the league. Pretty much everyone, all even Villanova, still to this point, has a chance. Now, yeah. they're fading, and so, but, and you've already played DePaul twice, and you've only got one more game against Georgetown. So, every game is going to be... Going back to what you said about the rest versus rust, um... I wonder if you think the benefits ultimately do outweigh the kind of every other day rhythm just because of all the minutes that, you know, so many of this, you know, and that's that's been a big talking point, especially over the last couple of weeks. No, that's very fair. Uh, I mean, I, I would not, uh, I would not question that one bit. Yeah. Uh, We've been talking a lot this week about Greg Olson, the uh, broadcaster on Fox, who is basically losing his job, not because he's bad, but because they basically signed over him. Now, in, in yeah, they recruited I guess, over him. I, they recruited over him. Uh, in the defense of Fox, whoa, John defending Fox. Well, keep in keep in mind what the timeline is, right? So, they, Fox two years ago at this time lost Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, just boop gone. Yeah, and it was I don't know how expected it was. They knew the contracts were up, but they weren't quite sure where they were going to go. Tom Brady was still an active player. Now, Fox had already kind of come to an agreement with him that he was going to do something. They So they I just looked it up. They announced in May of 2022, which was after Brady had agreed or had said he was coming back because he said he was coming yes. back in March. So in May of 2022, uh, it was announced that he would be joining Fox, f- signing a 10-year, $375 million right. contract. And that and that that would take place after he retired, which was kind of up in the air. It was on still when up in the be. air. We, we didn't did. know if if twenty twenty two was going to be his last season. Would he which play one more year? Would he play two more years? So you ended up putting Greg Olson on the number one team with Kevin Burkhart, two new guys to the position, and that was your de facto number one team. It also happened that the first full year they worked together, they had the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. So Greg Olson got a bit of a trial by fire. A lot of people enjoyed him. Then this past season happened, and he continued to hit home runs as an analyst. Meanwhile, Tom Brady, who eventually did retire, but wasn't quite ready to jump into the booth just yet. And so, really, you got a second lame duck-ish type year. Yeah. And now you have the awkward situation where Greg Olson is universally lauded, but they've already got Tom Brady. Tom Brady has now been working out behind the scenes on practice games, and the full intent is that Tom Brady will be the number one analyst next year on Fox NFL coverage. And a big part of this is you don't pay a guy almost $40 million a year to either A, be in the booth, right. or in the studio rather, or B, be in a three-man booth, or or C, be the, on the number two team. Because I know one of the things that you've often brought up is like, have them on the smaller crews and then bring them up. And, like, it's not a bad idea in theory, but in practice, you don't pay a guy $40 million to be on the B team. Well, and you might be wondering, well, why? Why why wouldn't you do that? Okay. Well, it's, it's Tom Brady. It's ex- ex- I mean, like, that's what it is. This is Tom Brady. 
I don't know he, how good or bad he's going to be, but this is Tom Brady. Executives will, are, are thinking about, they're, they're seeing a star. Yeah, that, that's what executives think like. Yeah. And they realize that, hey, we might pick up more casual viewers just because it's Tom Brady. Yeah. Greg Olson, while a great analyst, he doesn't have the star power of Tom Brady. And unfortunately, sometimes in this business, at the high, the higher up you go, the more it's about star power than it is necessarily about quality. And I don't know. I don't know if Tom Brady's going to be good, bad, or the other way. I don't know. Yeah. But it'll be a, he's not working his way up the ladder. Correct. He is atop the ladder. So He uh, worked his way atop the ladder in, in, in the NFL playing. Like That's why he sure. is at this point. Uh, Nick, can you go back to the original page? Because uh, here was Greg Olson, who was on Dan Patrick this week, and what he had to say about the whole situation and where his future might end up. I want, I want to call top games. You know, Dan, I, I, I feel, you know, two years ago when, when everything unfolded, and, you know, obviously I've known Tom was coming for, you know, over t- you know two years, year and a half, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, you know, that part of it, we always knew. It was a matter of when. We didn't know exactly when the timeline. It ended up not coming this past season, which gave me a second year with Kevin in the booth with the A team. But, you know, going forward, my my goals haven't changed. You know, my goals when I started out calling games with Fox, you know, three years ago, was I aspired to be a top broadcaster. I really thought I could do it. I thought if given the opportunity and the chance, I could show people that I could do it. And I got the opportunity. And Fox was kind enough to give me that. And I think over the last two years, we've really changed the narrative. I think we've changed where, hey, this is just a placeholder. This yeah. is a guy to being like, no, this this guy can do it. So my my goals and aspirations, if anything, have even gotten more committed to, I want to call top games. I want to call games in front of 57 million people and and dive into the biggest moments and why it's happening. And I feel like we've done as good a job as that as anybody in the industry over the last couple of seasons. And where that is, how that is, when that is, I, I don't know. Would you ask for a trade? We're, we're, I'm not really in the business of making demands. You know, I, I'm not sitting here holding anyone's feet to the fire. Fox understands the position I'm in. They understand what my aspirations are. Um, and, you know, we're not sitting there banging the table and saying, we, we you have to let us, you know, I, I, I'm, we're not in that. We're not doing that. You know, we we understand what we signed up for. Uh, they understand where I, where I am and being at this stage of my career of where I want to go and I think we're all we understand the delicate situation that we're in, right? I, I I understand when Tom Brady's looming over your shoulder. It's the biggest news in sports. I get it. He's Tom Brady. He's someone I've respected for damn twenty years. Um, so I, I I understand the the uniqueness of what's going on, and I feel like we've handled it as well as we could for the last two years. And if I can get another opportunity to call top games at Fox or somewhere else, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Happiest guy in the room is his agent. Agent. Oh yeah, because he's got a lot of negotiating power. Now the catch is there's not a lot of those number one gigs. I mean Troy Aikman's on a long term deal with ESPN, and um, obviously Brady. Collinsworth Steel apparently is up in a couple of years when they have the Super Bowl, but will that be something where NBC wants to bring him back or will that be something that they would want to move on just like they did moving on from Al and kind of start totally young I guess that would be a world um there's a part of me that the more I think it think about it the more I talk it out that I think the best move for Olsen would just be to go back to the number two job 
and and hope that Brady gets disinterested because or know. bide his time until one of those other number one gigs opens up, whether it's NBC sure. or if dare I say Amazon down the road gets a Super Bowl. See, well, Amazon there. See, and that's the issue, right? He wants to be on a number one crew, but he also wants to call a Super Bowl. Amazon won't have that capability. They True. will very soon. Uh, you would figure they would. Uh, they're going to lose Al. I mean. Alan Kirk are on one one year deals moving forward, I believe. Like, I guess if he wanted to do that, I don't know. But that, is that really calling a number one game? I don't think it's so. not. Thursday night football so. is. I mean, it's at the bottom of the pecking order when it comes to best game of the week. Yeah. So it sucks for him. I mean, counts. he's here's the thing though. Unless he's, it's Commanders Bears, he's done a great job. Uh, Jordan does say get Romo the hell off of CBS. I mean that. But the catch there is CBS would have to pay him a lot of money not to work. A lot of money. Because he was on a big deal, too, with it went for a long time. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see where it ends up. It's wild to think that they might have called their last game together like ever. Yeah. Uh, Nick, who is our winner? Because Sam says, dying to hear that drop now that you guys have a winner. Who's the winner that knew what uh, the ref's name was that John yelled at last week? Robbie. Robbie's the winner. Another no Burrows, you suck! <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, congratulations, Robbie. Good job, Robbie. And enjoy the game tomorrow night. As we head to break, sad there is sad news today. Uh, someone who spent a lot of time in Omaha in the month of June and was a legend and one of the great gentlemen of the game, Mike Martin, the former Florida State head baseball coach, passed away oh. today at the age of... 79. He had been ill for a while, and Florida State announced that earlier today. But arguably the best coach to never win a national championship. He was. And he made it there so many he times. He was there so many times. Wow. And so close, so many times, but never got over the hump. But his class and his dignity and his professionalism will never be matched. A uh, great gentleman of the game, Mike Martin has passed away. So we send our, our best thoughts to his family in the Florida State community. Mm-hmm. We'll be back and have more on 1620 The Zone. Nick Grimm for Circus Sports Iowa. It will quickly become your new favorite sports book to use anywhere in Iowa. They offer tight money line splits, they keep as little money as they can on large market bets, and they don't limit you for constantly winning. All of that adds up to you adding up your money. You just make as much as you want and they won't stop you. They want you to make that. Also, right now on the Circa Sports Iowa app, they're offering squares bets for that game in Las Vegas on February 11th. And you know how you've played squares before and you kind of get a random number and they're like, here you go. Not with Circa squares. You get to pick your own numbers and you can go quarter by quarter or do the entire game. It's a $1 minimum investment that could quickly turn into a $100,000 payout. It's all under the prop prop bet section of the game. So if you're ready to level up your game and use a sports book with real lines, you want to make real money, and it has real customer service, try it, download Circus Sports Iowa right now. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-238-7633. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, 
Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.